Hello and welcome to the Villa Park Podcast. It's me, Rich, and I'm back with Kev and Sam driving in his car. That's just not really that much to talk about, to be honest. I mean... Nah, I got any ideas, yeah, mate. Fairly uneventful, to be fair oh, today. Um, the, um, the, young, <laughs> the, the young lads won the um, Hong Kong Sevens, didn't they? Oh, that was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young lads won the Hong Kong Seven. <laughs> brilliant achievement, brilliant achievement. Uh, I mean... what? Did we, did we, did we beat Brighton? I'm not, I'm not sure. Did we? I don't know. Maybe in the comments, if everyone to mention it, like if anyone knows what's going to happen today, that'd be good because I'm, I'm struggling for content tonight, mate. Yeah, honest. yeah. Um, I mean, I've got this, I've got this picture. Um, I'm not sure if that's, uh, that's anything to go by. <laughs> go go on, He's got exactly what we need. Daily in the tap. Phillips going to the Conference League. We've got come on the Villa. What what a day, lads. What, what a, a day. day. Phenomenal, Jesus. phenomenal performance. Um yeah, amazing stuff. In the comments, uh Alfie up the Villa lads, Moley boys in the house. We made it. Duncan, we uh evening all. Adamski, we did. Uh, uh, Michael, Ohio, Aston Villa, yes. Get in there. Rachel, yes. Fantastic stuff. Um, CC, time to make sure the passports are up to date. Gary said, hi, guys. Easy peasy, in the, especially in the second half. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. You boys were there. I mean, I don't know if it was if it was easy in, in the stadium. It certainly wasn't watching it. Paul Bassinder, yay. Up the Villa Europe, we come. Duncan again up the mighty Villa. Paul Merson, Villa legends in the house, get in. Um, Molly boy's been pissed all day. Yeah, mate, you, you deserve it. You deserve it. Um, Deco Blanco's in the house. Yes, lads, Villa European tour. Mark with the thumbnails. Phenomenal job. Evening all. Yes. Willie's in the house. Great way to end the season. Sam, driving back from the ground to you first, mate. Um, how you feeling, man? How you feeling? Um, my my voice is shot. Um, I'm I'm knackered. <laughs> That's the only way to say it. It's been such a season, man. It's like, oh, it's just one of them. It was just all culminated to this game to this point. Um, and I know one of the comments said it was pretty comfortable, and I can't disagree with them, man. So it was it was exactly the game you'd want. I know the last few minutes were a bit cagey, a bit nervous, but we had we had Brighton on strings. And uh, I, I don't know what else. I, I, you know, it's one of them. We talk, joking at the start. There's nothing to talk about. But I'm, I'm almost lost for words um, mm. for, for just how fantastic this season's been, how good the boys have been, the atmosphere in the ground today. Oh, my God. I've never <laughs> heard it like that. I, I, I kept getting notifications on my, on my Apple Watch, and it says, if you carry on like this, you're going to go deaf. Temporary hearing loss. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, oh man, just what what a day! Up the Villa boys, back in Europe. What a day! What a season! Oh, uh, Kev, just that last sentence there from Sam. Villa back in Europe. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I know I tried to sort of be. Um, you can hear my throat's not the best as well. Um, I, I know I tried to um, sort of be a little bit cagey about the fact that if we didn't get Europe, you know, I still didn't think it would maybe affect us getting our targets, and it's still been a great season, but. It really is the icing on top of the cake. And to think as well, like the way we've had to do it lately, I mean, let's let's not forget, right, that that last run of games, when we had that spell when we won all those away games in a row, 
Um, following, obviously, there was there was the triple defeat, wasn't there, with with the Leicester? Wow, look what the Leicester today. With Leicester, obviously, Man City and Arsenal. And again, you know, that's two, two of the, the top two in the league, basically. Um, we then had went on that run, and then everyone was looking at it going, well, hang on a minute, you've got to play all the teams around you. And people were saying, oh, the world's going to come off. You've got Liverpool, you've got Man United, you've got Brighton, Brentford, you've got Fulham, you've got Newcastle. You've got all these teams in and around you. And look what we did. We beat Newcastle. We beat Spurs. Um, we beat Brighton. Um, we got a good away draw at Brentford. You know, we beat Chelsea. We beat Fulham. Um, Man United just about beat us. It was in you know, a nervy one, one nil win. We got a draw at Anfield. This is a proper team now, a proper team. And um, and to top it off with, I mean, this was no gimme today. Um, I think someone put in the comments, um, which I think is a really, really valid point. Like, thanks to Brighton for making a game of it. Because I thought with a the couple of changes they made, I thought, hang on a minute, like, this might be a bit easier than I think it's going to be. Then the next thing you know, they're bringing, bringing on uh, Caicedo. You know, they're bringing on Matoma. And, and they had their chances. Um, so it's just absolutely magic, mate. What do you think, Richard? What do yeah. you think? Um, I'm a bit like Sam. I've, put, I've popped him on mute just be, for the second, so I'll come back to you, Sam. Sorry, sorry, mate, just because of the background noise. But um, I'm a bit like Sam. I'm a little bit lost for words when I've come on the pod because I was, you know, like you, like you say, like you, we've we've been on this amazing run. We've had one or two setbacks. We've we've had tough games. We've had like you know having to go to Anfield and get something. We've had Newcastle kind of you know, on, on an unstoppable run. And we've always had that, you know, that obviously me living in Newcastle have got that edge as well. But we've had that edge with Newcastle to be like competing with them and beat them 3 nil. We've, you know, we've really, really, really had to earn this, earn this position. Like, and, and to think that we've come from 17th to when Unai took over to, to 7th in the table, um, you know, 15 wins in, in 25 games. It's just, it's just un- unbelievable. I, I just can't, you know, the momentum that's been built, the way the players have taken to actual coaching, um, you know, the, the, the maturity of the performances, you know, Watkins finishing, Ramsey coming strong at the end of the season, you know, Buendia having times when he's done it, Bailey having times when he's produced, you know, every, every player has contributed and it's just, it's just fantastic. I, I, I just can't, um, yeah, it's just difficult to put into words like how how amazing it is. Like you know, in an in an ordinary season, that that type of form would have got us, I don't know, like Champions League or something like that. You know, and Fact. but and you think from where we came from to 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 where we are now, like it's it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy, and it's just it's just you know fantastic. I, it's it's just difficult to put into words. In terms of today's game, I thought yeah, I thought we it could have been anything. It could have been five or six one to us it could have been three three you know but we we approached it really well and I did I, even like Sam said even though those last 15 were, were, were quite intense I, I think Brighton maybe stepped off it a little bit and we we were a bit more settled but just fantastic mate absolutely fantastic Rich, Rich can you see why I, I predicted four three in the, in the preview yeah I could mate I could I absolutely could um I'll just go through some comments uh because we've got we've got nearly 50 watching which is brilliant um so please guys um hit that like button and hit that subscribe button we actually a a double celebration we actually hit 1500 subscribers today 
So, you know, we do want to say a bit at the end about um, the support that we've had on the channel this season. But, yeah, 1,500 subscribers are on. So we want to continue to grow. Um, so please do hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. And if you do want to become a member, I know 14 of you now are members of the channel. If you do want to become a member, then click the link at the top of the chat um, or click the dollar sign or um, or click the join button. And it's less than a third of a cost of a pint. $1.99 a month, help us grow the channel, help us, help support us. But anything is amazing. Any any support is amazing. You, you guys really have made the show. Um, so let's go. Let's go here. Uh, or, or where are we? Where are we? Yeah, you you said that um, from CC. Um, Kev, I absolutely love that Brighton were definitely not at the beach. I generally like to actually thank Brighton for making us earn it. Paul Merson, the legend, says, all about time the Premier League puts some respect on Unai's name. 100%. I'll come back to that in a bit, but that is 100%. Um, Villa Park was on fire today. It was fantastic um, celebrating with Brighton at the end, says Michael. Adamski says, wonderful, Dan, watching it again right now. Um, Duncan, I'll come back to your point as well in a bit. Uh, Rachel said, Brighton are class on and off the pitch. Um, <clears throat> Gary said, Deserby said, we deserved Europe. <laughs> <laughs> love it um yeah sky cut out the celebrations after yeah yeah i do want to watch it again I've, I've recorded match of the day i want i do want to and I, I can't wait for the villa villa uh channels pitch side because that'll be amazing um we played with lots of star lots of with style and lots of emery um love that our owners and families were on the pitch at the end too brilliant dream villain said good evening unai M unai villa emery what a time to be a villa supporter up the villa 100 mate alfie's re 49 points in 26 games wow michael said fantastic weekend with villa women winning away at arsenal yesterday and a fantastic win today absolutely and the hong, and the hong kong sevens with and the hong kong seven yeah won today 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 yeah savas in the house hi uh, nice to have you on board mate hi guys so proud i'm buzzing um, we won our last seven home games on the spin, only conceding twice, beating some big teams in the process. Absolutely, wow. mate. And wow. that's the first time we've done that since the 92-93 season. Won wow. seven home games in a row. Wow. Um, Rich, how is your son? Oh, he's fine, mate. <laughs> to be fair, he, he he likes being at the games more than he does watching it on TV. Like, he was fidgeting all over and getting bored and stuff. But he, he was bouncing around the house, mate. He, he was loving it, to be fair. But... Yeah, he prefers being at the game, to be honest. Um, it was really feisty for the first half, too. Wasn't sure what that, what came from, where that came from, but we met them physically pace for pace. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's let's. I will come back to comments, but let's get into the let's get into the game, mate. Um, we talked about uh, we talked, and I'll bring Sam in as well. We talked about um, getting off to a fast start and how Villa have been good. And I mentioned, you know, Leon Bailey would would start because he's better at those fast starts and we, we, we like to get on, on the ball and get at them with a bit of pace and although it wasn't on the first goal particularly it wasn't him on his side but that speed that kind of energy that running with the ball that pressing from the goalkeeper really really did pay off Kevin and that's ultimately how we how we put them under real pressure it's become a hallmark of what we do now at Villa Park isn't it again again and again and we, we said on the preview part about the, the, the inclusion of Bailey would probably be because he has actually contributed. He's contributed quite a bit in terms of, you know, obviously there was the um, the goal at, against Leeds, there was a goal against Man United. Um, you know, he, he's, he's whether it's been assist goals, he you know, he got the assist for Doug, Dougie Louise, obviously, the other day in the, 
what, what was that the Newcastle game? I can't remember what game it was. Not Newcastle. One of the one of the wins we had. There's so many wins at home. I can't, I can't work I know. out. Which, well, which seven one, in a row, mate. <laughs> which, which, which 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 one's which? But um, yeah, I just think it, it's a hallmark of of Unai Emery's Aston Villa now at home, and Villa Park is now going to be a place that teams are going to know they're going to we're going to be at you. A team like Brighton, who've been absolutely fantastic this season, some of the performances they've put in. Um, and it was it was Villa 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 for the first twenty minutes, and look, we, we we got we got what we did, which is often more than one goal, and and, and there could have been more as well. Obviously, you know, we Leon himself hit the bar. I thought he actually, again, I think he had his, his moments today where you know he didn't do a fat lot, but what a pass for the second goal and nearly scored. Uh, so he he is making some impacts now, which which are quite significant in games. I just I just think there's there's clearly an upgrade available out there for us to get, but. We're at the end of the season, and he has he has made a contribution. So you know what, I'm and, say and he put the cross in that that Ramsey should have should have scored. Yeah, he did. So I'm going to say it now. You know, but cheers, Leon. You know, you put you contributed yeah. this season, mate. So I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Sam, bringing you in, mate. Just on that first goal, obviously a great run down that left hand side by Ramsey, uh, and brilliant sort of vision to see um, to see Louise on the edge of the box and. Uh, in Louise again with a goal and look, he's had a he's had a, a, a pretty decent goal scoring season this this year. Yeah, I think there are a number of players over the season. I, I think since Emery's improved, since Emery's come in, who have improved like quite a lot. I think Louise is up there with the biggest improvers. Um, he was he was brilliant. I, I mean, Jacob Ramsey was incredible today. Mm. Um, just exactly what you want him to do. Driving with the ball, pushing the game forward, pushing Villa forward. Um, you know that he's getting really good at. It's almost like a a FIFA a FIFA move cheat code where he kind of gets close to the byline and pulls it back. And yeah. um, and he, he just he just did it time and time again um, dur- during this game. And you know he he was absolutely class today, and you can see why people have like really started to to keep their eye on Jacob Ramsey. And there was talk about him for the England squad and. Uh, yeah, it was just a brilliant goal. I think before that, you've touched on it already. Leon Bailey, he did so well to to kind of get himself a get himself a yard to get the shot off, and he's just, I think he's just got a bit excited. It's one of those where he took a it took a deflection like, off it took a deflection off Pascal Gross. I did it because I, I didn't I didn't I didn't see I haven't yeah. seen it back. I'm only talk, talking about what I saw live. I thought, um, yeah. I mean, still still from that distance, it's good defending then in that case. But yeah. and you'd yeah. like to see him try and finish that and be a bit more composed, make sure it gets in. Yeah. But I, do you know, whilst we're talking about about like the build-up play in the first twenty minutes, I've got to give a, a shout out to Kamara. Oh, gee, like honestly, boys, this guy is silk. He's just absolutely beautiful to watch. He just does everything from the back. He drops in. He helps those triangles at the back between Mings and and Concer and and the full backs. He's just everywhere, and he just did so much to settle that game down and get us going in the first twenty minutes. He was. He was unreal, and I, I think Kamara needs a massive shout out today. Yeah, very, very calm on the ball, um, and a, a good full preseason. Fingers crossed will help. Um, will help him with his fitness because he, he, you know, he the last couple of fit. games. Yeah, 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 yeah. He ha- he has dropped off in that second half, but like first six, like 50, 60 minutes, he was he was just brilliant. Um, I think. Yeah. I think even yeah, yeah. even like not getting injured over long periods of time. I think he needs to Agreed. be like to, to be a mainstay in, in this team. He needs to be available for at least 30 games of the season. 
Um, you yeah. know, and and he's just he's been plagued by by injuries. Um, I actually saw uh, in, in right next to where I was sat, fortunate enough to be in the box today, and um, Alex Moreno was sat next to me. Our box is next to uh, Emmy Buendia uh, and Emmy Martinez's box, and Alex Moreno was in there with his family, and you could see him itching. You could see that he, he, he just wanted to be out there, and I think it's just testament to, to the, the culture of the players at the moment, and the vibe around Villa Park, and um, yeah, it was it was just fantastic. Awesome, mate. Awesome. Um, Kev, we're talking about that second goal as well. Um, yeah, you, you mentioned you mentioned Bailey, um, like contributing. I think it was McGinn who won the ball. It was a debatable challenge. I, I don't think it was a foul, but a debatable one. But um, Bailey then picks it up. Beautiful ball through to Ramsey, who shows wonderful composure. We've still been pressured behind him to just lay it across to Watkins and yeah, he's not going to score an easier goal than that, is he? Mate, he's not. Um, I absolutely love that second goal. It might be one of my favourite goals of the season. Uh, and there's been, a, there's been a few for that because of everything it embodied. You know, it, it gave us that cushion we needed in an absolutely crucial game. But it came from McGinn being his absolute best at doing what he does. He just harangued and harassed. Whoever it was, he, he kind of closed down like, <coughs> my God, it was like a, like a freight train coming at, coming at him. Freight train with obviously a very large rear end. Um, and won the ball back. I don't think it was a foul. I've seen it back. Um, it, it comes loose, obviously. Bailey plays a fantastic pass. The weight of the pass that Bailey played was brilliant. Ramsey, incredible pace to get to get there ahead of the defender. It looked like it was maybe 50-50, and it made the ball, ball it, it even better than it already was. And then he's ra- racing towards goal. You're thinking he's going to shoot, but you're thinking, my God, the keeper's right on top of him, and he has the presence to square it. And then on top of all of that, this is the this is the the cherry, is that Watkins now has got his best ever Premier League haul, fifteen goals in a season, which is significant, isn't it? Because twenty is always like the get twenty goals as a striker, you're you're, you're something special. Get ten, you're you're being productive. You know, ten goals, ten goals, all that kind of stuff, double figures. But fifteen, obviously, for those that aren't very good at maths, it's in between the two. But <laughs> it, it's um, it just feels significant for him, particularly when he only scored, I think, two goals before the World Cup. So to get 13 goals in the second half of the season is is a fantastic haul. Kev, because yeah. you've seen it because you've seen it back at, at the time when I was when I was watching it live, the ball from Bailey looked like he gave Ramsey a lot to do. I thought I thought he'd, he'd over here, and obviously I haven't seen it back. Do you reckon it was? Uh, do you reckon it was like an, an inch perfect, or or did Ramsey do really well to make something of it? I think it was a fantastic ball. I think it was. In, I think it was pretty much yeah. perfect. I just think that. Even I'm, glad you play- said, I'm glad you said that because on the telly it was, yeah, it was perfectly in his path. Yeah, from the angle I I, I, I was at, kind of quite centrally in the, in the Trinity, I thought, do you know what? That is a, it's a brilliant pass. But I do think somewhat even a brilliant pass sometimes if the defender's quick, quicker than the, than than the, than the attacking player, they can still get a foot get there. But the pass got there, but then Ramsey's pace made it even better. And yeah, yeah, it, it just, just had the perfect touch to get him in front of the defender. And then so the defender was either going to have to foul him or, he, and the, but the timing was just perfect to lay it across to Watkins. So yeah, yeah love, lovely goal, lovely, lovely goal. And um, great. Like, I think you've covered it there perfectly. For Watkins to finish on 15 Premier League goals, he's obviously got one in the cup. So he's got 16 goals for the season. Um, you know, 11 goals in the 12-game run, which was phenomenal. Lovely for him to get that goal at the end of the season just to, you know, to, 
to take him into next season, you know, and obviously there are going to be upgrades. We need we need more players in, um, so he's going to have to learn to compete with someone. But great for him to finish up the season with a, with I've, a goal. I've I've got a problem now with 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 Watkins because um, I'm sad to say that I I lost a, a, a subscriber um, on the last pod pod I was on because um, I was questioning Watkins and uh, one of the comments said. Uh, switched off as soon as I heard the clown say that Watkin wasn't good enough. I assume the clown was me. Um, it's, 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 <laughs> but we've all, we've it's, all it's, said it's, it. We've all said we might need to might need to upgrade. We've all said it. It's, it's a mm. tough one because Ollie Watkins today was, um, you know, it was it was such a vintage Ollie Watkins performance. I mean, he was yeah. like you say, he's never going to get an easier goal, but he's in the right place, right time. He did a lot of chasing down and not much else. Um, it, I, I don't remember. Ollie Watkins having a massive contribution to the game, apart from his apart from the goal. So it's, it's no, one he of them. Cu- now he had a couple of times, couple of hold up in the first half in particular, a couple of times where he held the ball up and brought players in really well. But yeah, second half was a t- tough one for him. Uh, he had a so, header, so, had a so, de- decent header. Yeah, I mean that was I was so far out. There wasn't a lot he could do with that. I'm yeah. not blaming blaming him for that header. But I think it's it's one of those where you, where you read his numbers back and you say he's got 13 since the World Cup finished and you know that those that on paper it sounds really impressive but i know what i've seen all season I, and and i know where i feel like the upgrade is upgrade is necessary it's so interesting to see what emery's going to do because I, I know they're looking at giving him a new contract as well so yeah he does like him he does like him um you know, boys i've got a sh- i've got a shout out savas here um give you the 10 pound super chat i mean absolutely phenomenal mate thank you so much like it says been homeless for a year just getting back on his feet no furniture and sleeping on the floor, saving every penny. But love you guys, like, that is wow. that is that is just phenomenal. Like, thank Thanks, you, mate. thank you so much. Like, if we can, if we can do anything to help you out with your with your situation, mate, we 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 hundred percent will Absolutely. do. But Absolutely, Thank you so much for your support. Um, and I'm glad that we these shows mean mean a lot to you. But that's that's phenomenal, mate. Thank you so much. Um. There's been so many comments coming in that I've, I'm trying to go back to where I left it just so I don't miss any out. Um, I've starred some, so I will come back to come back to them. Um, CC said it was a really feisty for the first half too. Wasn't oh, I've read that one. Um, Duncan said the best home run since Big Run, uh, and only Manchester has taken more points in the Emery spell. Um, <clears throat> Cash had a tough day, bless him. Um, uh, and uh, but he, you know he did have he have two two of the the, the most informed left wingers on it, it, in the game. But we'll we'll come on to individual performances in a bit. But we'll talk about Cash. We're going to talk about McGinn. I know we've mentioned Ramsey. Want to talk on a few of them? Um, I was happy to hear Sweet Caroline after was missing it. We need a winning song if that's not going to be it. Adamska's hit that like button. Yeah, everyone, please do. Paul Merson, we've only finished 10 points off the Champions League places. Imagine if Unai had been in the whole season. I'm pretty sure we'd have closed that gap significantly. Um, yeah, Michael shouting out the Brighton fans there. Um, Mark with the song, K Sarah, Sarah, whatever will be, will be. We're going to Hammerby, K Sarah, Sarah. We'll get the groups up. We'll get the potential teams up um, that, we'll pl- uh, that we might play. On the beer with the legend, up the villa. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Up the villa. Um, we'll talk Luca Dean as well in a bit. Um, Gary says, really did think our race was run after the United and Wolves games, but an absolutely fantastic response. Um, UTV means Unai the villain. 
Yeah. Uh, Gary Sam's asking. Gary's asking Sam if you're in a tunnel. Um, <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know where you are on the road at the moment. Um, Gary said Ramsey's best game for for uh, for him today. Uh, Bailey was good too. Great footwork, made things happen. All our players gave a hundred percent. Love the tweet from the club. They've put out from before the season started, asking Luca Dean to write down his prediction for us, writing on his photo saying finish in the top seven. That's brilliant. Uh, agree. Today was an accumulation of a season for Ramsey. He was on fire. Mark said the challenge from Kamara to prevent a Brighton goal was sensational. Um, Sean KMG says, boys, I can't believe this. For so many years, bad luck and losing was life. It's nerve-wracking having this responsibility and expectation, but I'm here for it. Um, two wingers and a, and a top striker are essential, says Gary. Um, George says, bang on some Sam. Kamara is the man. Um, and Adamski agreeing, but saying also the other players have improved, so you don't know how good he is. Um, Rachel saying, I really hope Moreno will be okay long-term. Gaza saying McGinn was an absolute steam train today. We'll talk McGinn as well. Absolutely. Um, doing us all proud in Scotland, says Gaza. Uh, and uh, yeah, Rachel said, I think Kamara will play, will only play in defensive for injury hit. I believe he will suit CDM role long-term. Yeah, abs- absolutely. Um, what else have we got? CC says, Watkins is a very good player, but he isn't a natural striker, say like a Tony. So he needs to have someone beside him or the ball fed to him. He isn't a game changer. Yeah, sometimes the service, uh, you know, we, but then but then he misses chances. So it's a difficult one. Credo's in the house. Good evening. Great to see you, mate. Uh it's no disrespect to say we need an upgrade at centre forward. Ali's being fantastic for us, and a new contract is totally warranted. But playing European football will need a bigger and better squad. Uh, Watkins' goal was the important goal, yeah, from Steve. Um, what a day, says Credo up the villa. Um, good luck this new chapter of your life. Yeah, abs- absolutely, um, Savas. But yeah, so glad that you're getting on your feet, mate. Uh, and Gary said Ramsey is getting noticed. So got through all the comments. We'll have more. Um, Kev, just what, like, obviously that 2-0 was, watching it in the house, 2-0 was a great lead, obviously, you know, 20, 30 minutes or 28 minutes, I think we got that lead, but Brighton was still dangerous and we were playing that high line and they'd had a couple of, they'd had a couple of, like, near, we'd had a couple of near misses and, uh, and yeah, they, they obviously made us pay with, um, with, a, with a nice smart finish and we, we just couldn't quite keep, keep them at bay in terms of the offside line. Yeah, absolutely. I, you've got to give credit to Brighton. You can see why they've been successful because they're actually like, they're, they're great in midfield, whoever's playing. Um, it's it's absolutely, it's absolutely cl- classic really, I think in terms of like, you know, good football, in, a good footballing brain to take that first touch away from the player that's coming towards. Them. And they do it almost all the time, don't they? So if ball come, comes towards them, first touch, they're on the go, quick pass, quick pass, quick pass. Next thing you know, they were cutting through us like, like like a knife to butter. I thought our offside line wasn't as good as it has been. It was still pretty good, but they got through a couple of times. I did see Martinez have to do what Martinez does, which is make a couple of couple of great saves. Mm. And I didn't realise until after we scored, and I checked the scores on my phone that Spurs had scored so early on. So then I'm thinking, crikey, well, you know, unless there's a Leeds goal, and this was the constant theme throughout the game until obviously, you know, <laughs> Harrison got that goal. I think mean, like classic Leeds, two, two minutes later, there was a goal update. But... So once you got 2-0, it was pretty comfy for a bit. And then Brighton started to get chances. There was the, the Umdav goal, which 
obviously was was a great goal and so did some great work on the left you got there ahead of the defender and the keeper and it finished it yeah. the actual goal was was a great finish the way he kind of almost balanced it on his head and turned on it and then finished it was actually if it, those haven't seen it back it's a real great bit of play fantastic oh, play. brilliant goal yeah. yeah 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 really good and it then did get a bit nervy, didn't it? It got a bit nervy because I, because I was saying to my lad next to me, well, I had my, my lad and my daughter there today, but she was more interested in her iPad. Well, to be fair, 50-50, right? She's getting there. Um, but I was saying to him, you know, one Brighton goal, what, but we're all winning, Dad, but one Brighton goal changes everything. And that was, that was kind of the theme. But then it didn't feel like we were under that much pressure. And, you know, I, I, felt, I felt we handled it second half pretty well. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was one of them where we... When they did go forward, they they they, penet- they they tried to penetrate, but then, like you said, and I think Sam mentioned before that, that and I will bring Sam in in a second. They, we did kind of keep them at bay for for the vast majority of it. Um, got a shout out of these super chats here, Michael, with another nine ninety nine, phenomenal, mate. Thank you. In light of that last super chat, here's my donation to you. You guys have been fantastic. And if you do a fundraiser, let me know and I'll supply something to help. Thanks, Michael. Thank That's you, right. mate. We'll, we'll, we'll um, yeah, we'll, we'll sort, we'll try and sort something out, certainly. Or if it's a, a private thing for Savas, we'll try and sort something out. Um, I'm not sure what CHF is, but we've got 48 of them from Rub P. Um, up the Villa and Up the Villa Park podcast. Great show. Keep it up, guys. Absolute legend, mate. Thank you so much for your support. Um, amazing stuff. Um, yeah, Sam, you, you did you did sort of mention. Oh, where is he? If you if you can un- unmute yourself, mate, um, that'd be great. If you can still if you can still get in, yeah, I'm here. You mentioned yeah. that. Um, you mentioned that we quite you know Brighton. We had strings. We certainly did when we went forward, but it wasn't without its its hairy moments. And they they do look quite slick, don't they? Going forwards, they've got some they've got some really really good technical players. Yeah, I mean, look, Bright, Brighton have, have finished finished sixth in the league for a reason. They've they've been absolutely fantastic, and and they were fantastic to watch today as well. Like they're look, you're never going to keep a team like Brighton completely at bay, but I feel like we we dominated the game, and I was expecting it two one in the in the you know in the last 10, 15 minutes. I was expecting us to sit really deep and you know just kind of invite the pressure and try and see the game out. But it just wasn't. It just wasn't like that. We 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 had, I I would say like significantly more chances than them. I thought we were still going forward. Um, you know we had the the Jacob Ramsey chance at the end when Leon Bailey put the ball in. He just couldn't get couldn't get a foot to it. Um, Emmy Martinez made a fantastic save. Um, because sort of came out came off his line and made his body big. It, was, it kind of reminded me of that save he, he made against uh, France in the World Cup final. Yeah, just made his body yeah. absolutely massive. Yeah. And, he, and he was and it was one of them like look, Brighton obviously had their chances. They were always gonna have have them. I, I put a bet on before the game and I put like plus seven offsides in the game because I knew that we were gonna play that high line and I think for the most part it worked really well. And so I think, yeah, I mean, credit to Brighton, a fantastic club. They, I feel bad for them because I know they're going to get raided in the summer. I know Deserby's already come out and said that Caicedo and and Alexis Sanchez, uh, um, Alex McAllister, sorry, is is, is off, uh, going to be off this summer. So you know, I hope I hope they can maintain it. But I think yeah, for the most he was part, crying at the end of taken, the game. Yeah, I mean, they would be. We we took six points off them this season. 
Um, yeah. So I hope they don't t- change. <laughs> I, I, I hope they don't change too much. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think for the most part we were better than them in the game, and I think we were better than them in the last game as well. So I think if we can just get that consistency, and like one of the comments said, I just I can only imagine where we'd be if we'd had Emery from the start of the season. And I'm sure we'll get to it on a different podcast or later on in this podcast. But I'm so excited to see where Villa go from here. I don't. I just yeah. don't feel like this is a ceiling for us. Yeah, I agree, mate. We're gonna do a we're gonna do a season review where we'll get review our player of the season. And we did a we did a members vote as well on on the guy, those who those guys thought the player of the season was. So we'll do that this week, and then we'll do a a full a full kind of yeah. What do Villa need to do next? I'm sure over the the coming weeks uh, as well. So we'll we'll certainly look at that. Um, quick finish off on on the actual part uh, on the actual game, uh, Kev, with regards to. Um, the action, um, and, we've, we've, and then we'll go into like individual players, and we'll talk about the manager as well. Um, but yeah, like the second half, we, we Sam said we kind of kept them at bay. But when you don't get that third goal, and despite the chances that we had, I'm, I'm thinking Ramsey, two good chances. I'm thinking Watkins, like not quite getting on the end or something. And then obviously with with Tottenham winning so comfortably, and then and then Brentford getting the goal against Man City, there was always that little thought in the back of your head, wasn't there? There was, mate. There was. I think this is you know just to kind of touch back to um to Sam's um losing a losing a subscriber point earlier. Um, look, I think those that know us, maybe maybe people that kind of watch the pod sporadically, um, those that know us know that we you know we do have quite a lot of different opinions, and I think you know as we've talked about quite a lot, it's great for us to, I think to be able to agree and disagree on, on various things. But one of the things I think a lot of Villa fan base can do now is with the kind of quiet, you know, confidence, but also reality, look at a situation and give someone praise, but also criticism where where we want to be as a club. You know, we've, we've got Europe. We want to be pushing from that top four. Uno himself came out and said it. I put a tweet out, you know, where the, the, the point around, you know, this is, this is the start basically of something. And the point you just touched on there, Rich, in any of a in any of a situation, a quality top 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 team scores four or five. Once Brighton t- t- turn off to take their foot off the pedal, and that's where the lack of quality sometimes we've got in the final third hits us. Which is the reason why we're looking for maybe one or two forward forward players, maybe maybe more. You know, we, we need a winger, we need a sports striker, we probably need an, another attacking midfield type player, an upgrade on a Coutinho Buendia type player because. We should be there. Should be a lot more games this season where we scored three or four goals. Really, with how well we played in the games, and 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 yeah, we still you know we've still got ourselves in the end seven goals from Louise. And Louise is not a, a classic attacking midfielder. So it's actually quite a quite a good return. You know, Ramsey got six, Buendia and Bailey got five each. But and then obviously Ings was second top scorer jointly with Louise on seven and Watkins on fifteen. We want to kick on. We've got to score more goals. You know, you know, if you get a few few injuries, you get a bit more fatigue because of your Europa, sorry, Conference League qualification. You concede a few goals. You've got to be able to, to win those games where maybe maybe your your backs are against the wall. Um, and, I, and it feels bad, sort of criticizing a little bit because I don't really think today's is, is the pod for that. I think we will come on to that down the line. You know, the, today's a pod to to, to talk about the game and celebrate, but. Yeah. We really should have put the game to bed. I yeah, mean, Ram- Ramsey was brilliant, by the way, and that that would have that would have been too. That would have been the ice on the cake for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I I do agree. I do agree. Um, and it was interesting to see that, as far as I know, only one sub was made by Emery. Was one today, Wendy? They and made I know all, it's they made all five. Know, yeah, and I know it's 
you know, the game's different situations and he could have brought on another defender or whatever. Or, but, like, it's interesting, like, he didn't bring Traore on. Uh, uh, Duran must have been injured, but, you know, he didn't bring a Dendonka on or whatever to, to kind of give Kamara or Louise a rest, you know, and especially if players were on yellow cards as well. Um, so that, that, that speaks volumes in terms of, I don't know he's used them at different points of the season, but it speaks volumes that, you know, he's not bringing it people on to kind of impact a game as such, you yeah. know, whether that be attacking or defending. Um, and that's, and that's interesting. So, it, so I'm sure that we will make, we'll have to make upgrades, but I'm sure that there will be, there will be considerable upgrades made on, on this season. Um, CC said, "I was a really, I was really happy we didn't revert back into a turtle as we sometimes do under pressure, protecting the lead. In my opinion, it's best to be offensive. I yeah. totally agree." Lee said, "I'm on the rocks fishing. Got a signal. Come on, me babby. It's brilliant, mate. Thank you for tuning in." Um, Savas, so I'll come to your question later. Duncan said, "Top four next season for sure." Um, I saw McAllister being very emotional at the end, so he's definitely off. I hope he goes to Liverpool. Um, Adamski said, "Brighton." Might oops, sorry, Brighton might turn into Southampton without McAllister and Caicedo. I think they'll be better. I think they'll be better than that. But it yeah. depends who else they lose. Um, Adam says be like us losing McGinn and Louise. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it would be big. I think, but I think Brighton, I think, Brighton, Brighton have I shown think they've also got a lot of money. Brighton have shown that they've Brighton have shown they're very good at replacing players as well. Look at the players that they've lost. Yeah. They've lost. They've sold. Uh, Trossard, Kukurea, they've uh, sold uh, Basuma in the True. middle. All of these were key players for Brighton. They're, Brighton's recruitment policy is the absolute envy of the Premier League. Um, they yeah. always manage to, to to replace players and bring them in. I'm not worried about Brighton at all. Brighton will have, yeah. we'll have, we'll have a 14-year-old Ecuadorian ready to step into the first team, basically. That, you know, that, and he'll be world-class as well. <laughs> yeah, world-class. Yeah. Out of nowhere, like, you know, yeah. who are these players have come in this there, there is someone who they're talking about, and I can't, I can't think who, but there's someone they're talking about, Brighton fans, who's replacing Kaiseido, who's already out on loan yeah. somewhere and doing absolute yeah. bits. So, I, well, I can't think of his name. Um, Gary says it's June next week. So when is our qualifying round for the conference group stage? I'm guessing at the end of July. I think it's the end of August. Come on, um, Europe. Yeah, I'll bring I'll bring that up in a bit. Um, we have to be critical if we're going to keep improving. For says Lee. Nigel says lowest scorers in the top half. We need more goals. I agree with Kev again. Sadly, <laughs> there you come go. on, Nigel. You and Nigel. You and Nigel. Even on this day, like your friends now. Your friends come on. now. We are friends, um, of course we are, of course we are. Duncan said, I've been there. a big supporter of Buendia, but starting to doubt now, arrogant on the free kick. Uh, well, he, he wanted the headlines, he wanted the headlines, didn't he? Um, yeah. Rachel said, we do need more goals and throughout the team with players and tactics that should improve, hopefully. Uh, Stephen Van Leer is joining us. No team has beaten Brighton by three or four, but I'm hopeful this is going to be our way up now. Everton did. Well, Everton did and, and Newcastle did, but yeah, I, t- I take your point, take yeah, your point. I get your point. Um Brighton are the octopus of the Premier Premier League. Yeah, uh, Leicester has scored the same goals as us, says Gary. Um, we only had one less win than Newcastle, says Alfie as well. Very, very, very good. Very good. Right, let's get into some player performances. Um, let's talk John McGinn first. A couple of comments here. Paul, Paul Mercer Village said, John McGinn has been an absolute revelation under Emery, considering he's dropped under Danks because of his poor form under Gerrard. CC says, McGinn should really show why he's captain today. That's why you need someone ideally in the middle of the park, in my opinion. 
and uh, Dunk says McGinn is a number 10 in reality. And playing in that further forward role, Kev, he was just phenomenal, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, fantastic, mate. Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I mean, what else can you say about him? What else can you say? I mean, it's just his engine and his his attitude, his his drive. Like, it's not as if it's not as if he's like really massively vocal on the pitch. Like, you know, Mag- um, Mings is is that player, but in terms of that example and that kind yeah. of will to win. And just, just that, it was just typified by, you know, he plays in numerous different positions. He was put out onto that right-hand side when um, when Buendia came on. And he just beats Matoma, <laughs> like, in the 85th minute or something, just just like he's not even there. And, like, it, he's just yeah. incredible. If he can have a full season like like this, I think he could be one of the six nominees of player of the season. I think he could. I mean, I mean, I mean the Premier League as well. I think he's that influential. I mean, uh, Gary's absolutely right. Just, just while we're on the topic, you know, but he just can't score, can he? Yeah, yeah, he yeah just yeah. can't score, can he? And, and, I mean, look, if he's playing a midfield role and he's playing a bit further forward, he does need to get a few more goals. But I don't think he's someone you can even consider upgrading because I think if you bring in a player who's got, I don't know, more attacking flair, I don't know, say it was it was a Joe Felix or someone, you know, or, or even an Ascensia, whatever. I'm not saying direct replacement, but you get my point. Someone else who seemed to be more attacking. What do you lose by not having him in the team? And no one in the Premier League likes playing against, against John McGinn. You know that for a fact. Today was just, he was just all action. He was just all action. He was everywhere. I mean, you could see the fury on his face when he was, one point, maybe eight, maybe mid 80 minutes, he was chasing back. Like his life depended, like he had like a, a monster chasing him as fast as he could yeah. just to get back. And the heart and the fight he shows, you're absolutely right, it epitomises what a captain should should be in terms of performance and attitude. He's not the loudest person in the room, but also to be a good team, you need a team of captains. You need you need whether it's an Ashley Young on or off the pitch, you know, to Tyrone Mings, it's a Martinez. You've got these players now that, that you've got some senior players in the team, even the likes, likes of a Louise. You know, they've, they've obviously been around the game for a bit of time now. They've got a bit of confidence and that can only help. But yeah, McGinn, he, he's just absolute cap. He's our Captain Marvel, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Just brilliant. Just brilliant. Um, yeah. You, you, like, just add a couple more goals to his game, but the passing is better. The the drive, he's lost a few pounds. Like, he's just getting about the pitch. Like, I've never seen anyone do as much running as him. They, just nobody wants to play against him. Like, whether it's six foot six Dan Byrne or, you know, Matoma, who, who's yeah. so quick, or Enciso, or it's, um, you know, the, the Liverpool midfield of last week, you know, Fabinho, who's always, you know, gets the better of us. Nobody wants to play against him. Like if you asked, if you asked like Premier League midfielders who they don't like to play against, yeah. I guarantee you most of them would say John McGinn. Yeah. Because he's absolutely. just everywhere. And when you consider as well, like all the issues over the years we've had with our midfield, right? You know, not I'm not going to maybe name any names, but we've had some players over the years in midfield that haven't been too great, right? How good is our midfield generally? Yeah, we won a few more goals, absolutely. And I think, you know, that's something we need to improve. But if you look at that midfield of, of, of McGinn, Kamara, Louise, Ramsey, it's absolutely cracking. I think I think it's a match for almost any midfield in the it's Premier League. It's got a bit of everything, hasn't it? Now it's yeah. got a bit of everything. Yeah. Um, 
few comments. Lee says, I saw Kamara's edges today. Times when we lost the ball, his awareness and timing of attack was superb. Reem again, I'm still really angry about what Gerard did with him. And Rub says, Gerard did it to 80% of our players, to be honest. Uh, yeah, George said, our midfield was strong today. To think we used to get bullied week in, week out. Ramsey smashed it today. I thought they were all good. Um, <clears throat> uh, and Adamski, if I could only keep one player from our starting lineup it will be Tyra Mings can't imagine our defense without him yeah we'll, we'll come on to we'll come on to Mings um again 10 lines in one uh, Espen's in the house great to have you on board mate congrats to all Villa fans what a fantastic day and yeah your tweets mate are amazing like you yeah. really get everyone going on Twitter fantastic love it, job mate. love it mate. fantastic love it. job um I'm, uh, I agree, McGinn has absolutely grown into the captaincy. We have leaders on the pitch like Martinez, Mings and Young. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, just just uh, just talking of that mid, midfield as well, obviously. Yeah, shout out to, you know, Kamara and, and Louise. I mean, Louise, as we've touched on before, gets a goal. and But yeah, his his overall game at the moment is passing, his... Again, his drive, his, his strength in the tackle. He's got that little nastiness about him where he's putting fouls in, you know, like, and not getting booked for them as well. You know, when we've talked about that that kind of S-housery. Yeah. Louis yeah. getting it now. Yeah, he's... Uh, you said it before, mate, like, got a bit of everything. We've got pace. We've got the dynamic running of of obviously Ramsey, but also, I think, of, of, of McGinn. You've got the the calmness and composure of a Louise and a Kamara. You've got the tactical now. So I think of all of them. I think Ramsey needs to work on that. But the other three are using their body well and, and getting fouls. I think the ref was great today. I think it was a few fouls. No, few he, more. Was he was very poor. Yeah, we should have had a few more. Of it. A few yeah. more fouls. There were times actually when you've been they were being tactical. It was clearly a foul in 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 this modern game, and you know not even contentious. And I was like, my God, I can't believe he's not giving it. So yeah. Um, the Kamara point made earlier, you know, as well about, you know, whether he can he, he can contribute for, you know, will be available at least for thirty odd games, and with a with a European tour, you know, with, with Unai at, at the wheel, we're clearly going to go to the final of that competition because he didn't do anything else. So, you know, let's say you have a season, and maybe you like to think you might go a bit further in the other cups. Who knows? But let's say you get in there having fifty odd games. If he's only available for twenty of them, it's going to be it's going to be a problem. I think he needs to get a bit physically stronger. I think he just does. I think he needs to get himself get himself on the weights this summer um, yeah. because I think that will that will help help his game. But some players are just a bit more injury prone. Some are unlucky. You know, yeah. you look at D Danny Ings had a spell in his career where he was out for like two years and then actually has been pretty available since. That can happen to anybody. Diego Carlos gets himself to 29, has no real injuries from when he plays and all of a sudden has a terrible injury. Jed Steer, you know, the different players have different things. Some players get injury, injured, they're never the same. Some come back from, you know, cruciate ligament and compound fractures and come back in the same player. So who knows? But this season has been a bit stop-start, and I hope he isn't one of those players that does seem to be a little bit injury-prone, you know, easily picking up muscle injuries and and the like. Yeah, yeah. Talking of defence, um, you know, where you talked about Carlos, you know, being out of our defence, obviously then that meant more pressure on, on Mings and Conser to play, but particularly for me, Ezri Conser today, I thought he was, I thought he was fantastic. Um, and the one vital header right at the end of the game was just, was just, was just brilliant. Um, so yeah, you know, that, that defense and, 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 um, and Luca Dean coming in as well, you know, with, um, is Sam in, in back in his, back in his house, with his villa shirt on looking good, mate. <laughs> Well, yeah, Esri Conzer and, and Luca Dean deserve some credit as well for, for a good performance today. 
Yeah, they do. Can I just say, I love that Sam's just literally bowled in the door and gone, all right, love, all right, baby, see you later. Yeah. Baby's asleep, luckily, otherwise oh, I wouldn't right. away with it. I'll, 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 let, I'll let you off, I'll let you off. Um, yeah, the, the, the defence were brilliant, mate. The defence were, I mean, the thing is, I'm almost at a point now, I don't sometimes don't even notice the defence if we have a game where we're not under too much pressure because I just know things are getting headed out. So I couldn't really tell you whether Conza did make a great header at the end. Um, I do know that Dinu was really good, I thought. I thought it was really good. And he's looking a bit more of an attacking threat. Um, he's keeping the ball pretty well. His deliveries are good. He's getting back towards that player that I think we thought thought, thought he was. And maybe when we were giving him a bit of grief, and obviously Moreno came, and maybe he was another victim of of, uh, of the previous regime's you know, performances not, not being where they need to be. Because we, we talked about it with the obvious ones, like a Watkin and a Louise and a McGinn and a Mings. But, but why, why is it any difference for... Um, for a Dina or, or for a cash, you know, for, for someone like that. Mm. Yeah. Well, Dina could have scored from a free kick, uh, just went past the post, uh, watching on what, like you've seen it on the TV. Probably you guys, maybe, I don't think you might've had a good view of it, Kev, but I think you're in the. Got it on side, video, mate. Got it on yeah. video. <laughs> you, you take the videos of the set pieces, don't you? Yeah. Well, yeah I thought Dina was solid. Um, I think, I don't think he had quite the, the afternoon that, um, that Cash had and, and Cash, you know, did did well considering he had Enciso and Mitoma to contend with. But I thought uh, I thought um, Buenonate, I think uh, I think Dini had him in his pocket. I'm actually surprised that. Well, actually, no, maybe maybe not. Maybe it wasn't worth them changing wings because they were getting a fair bit out of Cash. But um, but yeah, it was good. To, it's good to see Dini having a good game, Sam. Uh, yeah, I thought he was brilliant. Um, that from where I was sat, because I'm just by the hole. Um, the Doug Ellis side, so I thought he went in. We all did. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that yeah. where the commentators say, "Well, half the stadium thought that I was in." That's yeah, almost exactly what happened. Um, I mean, just going back to Cash, I thought I thought he struggled today, and I like I like Matty Cash, um, but I think you know where as someone said in the comments earlier about being critical, he's not the guy. He's not the guy. Unfortunately, um, I think. Uh, where I where I'm sat, generally I can see Ashley, Ashley Young a lot because um, I'm right next to that right back position when we're not shooting at the halt and we're going the other way. And uh, Ashley Young just he just seems more assured. He's a better passer of the ball. We play it around the back a lot as we did today. And Matty Cash looks really nervous. He doesn't really know how to um, to, to sort of create himself some space to make a pass. I think. He struggled a bit. Um, I don't know if you already spoke about Matt Cash, but I was. I think he kind of demonstrated why he he needs competition at least. If it's not moving him on and bringing someone else in, I think he needs he needs someone who's really going to challenge him. Um, it'd be interesting to see if Ashley Young stays as well because uh, Unai Emery said that you know they're going to wait straight after the last game of the season, and he was talking about Ashley Young's experience in Europe and stuff like that. And I don't know if getting Europe will actually mean that Ashley Young stays because he has that experience. Well, he, he said he said he wants to because he was directly asked the question. I don't know if it was yeah. off a sport yeah. or off a reporter, but he said he wants to stay and it's up to the manager. It was it was on the pitch actually at the um when they were doing their lap um their lap of honor. So um he he said they said do you want to stay and he goes well you need to ask the manager. Um I really <laughs> liked Ashley Young this season. I thought I thought you know when you talk about player of the season, I don't think he was player of the season but he's definitely the surprise of the season for me. So I did not expect him to to keep up those levels. How many games? How many games is it? He's, he's got to be. He's got to be nearly over thirty games. He's appeared in, hasn't it, this season? 
was it the one where we beat Leicester and he had Harvey Barnes all night and then at the end of it he just kind of slumped to the floor and he was yeah like, yeah I don't know if I can yeah. do that again but he's um, in a week he had he had I don't know, I can't I can't remember who we played in that week but he had he had some ridiculous um, we played play Forest we played uh, Leicester we played someone else before Leicester as well Chelsea yeah. I think it was Chelsea yeah. Chelsea yeah. and Leicester. Yeah, yeah. So he, he had was, whoever, yeah, Mudrick yeah. or whoever he had against Chelsea, then Buddy, <laughs> Harvey yeah. Barnes, and then Brennan yeah. Johnson. Like, yeah. But Luca yeah. has been, been was brilliant today. And I, I don't know about you, you boys, but I, I love the idea of having Marino and Luca Dean at, at Villa. I know George was saying he's on, he's on really high wages, um, but for me, that's two top tier left backs, and I feel like the best teams in the league have got two two really good options in each position. And I feel yeah. like Villa right now, we've kind of seen with injuries um, throughout the season, we don't have top tier replacements for each. I know it's hard to keep them happy, but with the amount of games that we'll have with Europe and the Cups and and, and the Premier League, um, we should have enough games to keep everyone happy and, and, yeah. and keep them in rotation. I, I, th- I think it'd be interesting to see what happens with, with this and actually how ruthless Emery will be to get what he wants. You know, because there's a lot of players that have been actually been really good. It's almost kind of like the Conor Harahan effect, isn't it? Because, you know, we all loved Harahan. It was really effective. But we kind of knew when it was maybe time to, to get uh, a bit of an upgrade. And I said it with all heavy heart because I absolutely loved Harahan at the Villa. Uh, um, it's someone I'd, I would love to, like, meet on a night out one night and get, get a, have a beer and a photo with because of what he did for our club and how he helped us get to where we are. But there was a reality that you know when time's up. And I think with our fullbacks, that's something we've, we, we, we've got to look at. And I always think that works the other way around. You know, with Adinia, I think he has shown his class in the last few weeks. And I think it would be great to have Dinia and Moreno. But they might think if they can get a decent fee for him at the age he's out from, from a decent club and bring another target in, maybe cheaper, maybe a bit more bit more dynamic. Then Did you say that, bring Matty Target in, Kev? No, no, not, not. <laughs> Not, 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 not my, not my target. No, uh, someone, someone more dynamic. I said so. That maybe isn't isn't quite right. Um, but yeah, the, the the whole situation around the fullbacks is something where there there has been a bit of a lack, lack of quality. You know, we we Sam, you've mentioned it like me a few times about Kessel Hayden. Is Kessel Hayden good enough? Um, be interested to see with with, with a you know preseason what happens. But um, but no one would have thought Ashley Young. There's 29 Premier League games. I think he's played this season for Aston Villa, which is at, at 37. It'll be 38 soon, won't it, in July? Yeah, I think, I think you make a good point, Kevin. The, the question that we've got over, I'd say, th- three of the young players, the key young players, you've got Archer, Eric Bonham and, and Kessler Hayden. And I think the issue is we're never going to know if they're good enough unless they play. Like yeah. We talk about Cameron Archer, or can he do it in the Premier League? Can we do it in the Premier League? We don't know because he scores everywhere else, and until he plays in the Premier League, it's always it's always a hypothetical. Mm. So it's and I think it's tough as well because if you bring in a new striker and you keep Ollie Watkins, and where does Cameron Archer fit fit in? And you know, I think it's I think it's one of those. You know, it's I it's very it's been a really long time since I've just trusted a manager wholeheartedly, yeah. and and I just have that with Emery. If Emery says he's not good enough, he's not good enough. If he says he is, he is. Yeah, um, I just defer, I def- and it's quite nice not having that pressure to try and work it out and think what you would do because you've got it's like delegating. It's like we've got someone else in the, in, in a team, and, and we could just kind of leave it to them. So um, yeah. I'd, I'd like to see Kessler Hayden and another top right back as our right back options next year. But who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sam, mate, mate, can I just say I agree? If Emery said came out in the press and it said like Emery says, listen, I'm swapping. Um, McGinn, Mings, Watkins, and Louise and Ramsey for uh, Leeds two centre halves. I'd be like, 
all right, no worries, you and I do what you got to do. Yeah. You know, it's it's it, it, it's it's such a rare situation as a Villa fan as well to have absolute total utter faith in what the manager manager is doing. I, I was thinking this earlier on when. Um, my lad was saying to me when um, when they obviously did the lap of honour, he's like, "Where's Unai, Dad? Where's Unai?" And I said, "Unai doesn't want. To, why do I phrase it to, to like a young lad? But I was like, doesn't, doesn't want to be a show off. He likes to let his players have the, have the moment." But as I thought, as I sort of said that comment, I thought to myself, "He's the star, isn't he? He's our whether you want to call it like Frank Lampard, Steven Gerrard, you know, Wayne Rooney, Jack Grealish, you know, for us, he's our he's our star, isn't he? Unai Emery, he's, he's the one. He, he's a he's he's a leader, and I think." I love the way he walked around with the owners, Nasef and Wes Edens, and he, he he walked around with them. And he's just—I was—I was talking to my brother about this earlier at the game. I just—he's just so classy. Like of all the games that he's managed with Villa, I've never seen him come out and say a bad word against anyone, or you know, do anything disrespectful. So yeah. He's been brilliant. He's been absolutely brilliant. I was going to say, like, let's let's give a shout out to Unai, but I think you've covered it there, um, guys. We've got nearly a hundred people watching, which is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I think when I checked, we had only had thirty-five likes, though. So please, guys, hit hit that like button as well. Really help us to grow. We're over fifteen hundred subscribers now, which is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and yeah, please uh, please hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and if you want to donate to the channel. It's massively appreciated. If you want to become a member, hit the link at the top of the at the top of the uh, chat, and it's just one ninety nine a month. I will go through some comments. Um, Dream Villain said McGinn is this generation's Gareth Barry. CC uh, uh, agreeing with us. The one thing I'd like to see a change in midfield is we need to see the early through balls more and a little more creativity on free kicks and corners. That's, that's T Elements, by the way. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that's the free um, kicks and that's the creativity. Yeah, Gary said, think only Martinez is is the only player we have to worry about leaving this year. Um, Adamski says, Bailey has bulked up a bit. Um, Gary said, could be double Claret and Blue winners of the Conference League. Obviously, we've with West Ham this year as well. Popper says, late to the podcast, but wanted to say well done to the team and thanks to the Villa Park podcast for your coverage this season. Up the Villa to Europe. Thank you so much, mate. Much, much appreciated. Um, Alfie said, Emmy has Europe, now he has a World Cup. I think he appreciates what he has here. Um, Martin has wanted Europe and we have given it to him, says CC. I'd be disappointed if he chooses to go as we've supported his ambition for the World Cup and Copper competitions. Sava says he lost a £10 bet to a Newcastle fantasy who finishes above each other. We gave them a head start, so no hard feelings. Yeah, I know, I know, Matt. I know the feeling. Rachel said there are a few question marks whether people stay or not, but I'm not worried as I trust Emery will replace if necessary. Exactly what we said, boys. Um, Gary says Esri never gets any mention, does he? Uh, big shout out to Jed Steer without his penalty heroics. Where would we have been? Yeah, he's 10 years at the club. Obviously, he got a, a nice send off. Credo said Luca Dean, very solid today. Lee said, Did you see Conza just throw one of the I think he said oh, Brighton players. Yeah, it was brilliant. It, you know what? <laughs> Can we just go back to Gary's comment? Because I know Gary always gives me gives me shit for either having pants in my room or being in a tunnel or, or, <laughs> or whatever. But he's he's absolutely spot on there. Ezri Konza has been absolutely fantastic all season. And I feel yeah, like yeah, yes. Well, the, well, well. As you were coming on, mate, we 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 bigged up Konza. We were so yeah. That was our, he's that was he's our been point. brilliant. So you know, big shout out for me as well. I like him. Yeah, he he was great today. Like, because he had a tough game against um, 
you know, Ferguson. Because I, I think, I think uh, the fact that he's kept he's kept Diego Carlos out of the squad shows how much yeah, memory yeah, him yeah. Well. yeah. Stephen says Conte is one of our most underrated players outside Villa circles. Um, think Gerard. Think getting Europe with the same team will belittle Gerard's management qualities even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Dina second, excellent game from him. Um, Duncan agrees with you, Sam. That cash will be upgraded. Um, whoever comes in and have to be have to fight for their places, says Adamski. Nigel says Cash was given his opponent little too much space today, almost fearful. Yeah, he was backing off quite a lot. Um, uh, but he has improved. Oh no, does doesn't think he's improved, says Gary. Yeah, no, probably I don't think he not. Has. No, probably not. Savas says, would would you take Kyle Walker on a free? He wants to go back to Sheffield United. I'd take Carl Walker on 20 million. Um, yeah. I think yeah. he wants to go to Sheffield United. You think you think yeah. so? I mean he, well, he said it he did an interview with Sky Sports and he said he'd love to love to go back to Sheffield United. Surely he's got two or three, away, years, two or three yeah. years left at least. Maybe when he's like 34, 35, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Still yeah. rapid, rapid. Yeah. Um just, I don't just think Cash it... has got better since Emery's joined. Nah, it's a different thing. And the thing one. is, as well, I think with the number of players that have improved since Emery's come in, if you haven't improved, I feel like, I feel like it's on you. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. If that many players has improved since he's come in, if you haven't, I think you've got a question why. Yeah, yeah. Denzel Dumfries, Duncan saying. Uh, <laughs> Gary says for our friend Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Target is a Champions League fullback now. I don't know if they'll keep That's, him though, to be honest. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Um, Lee says, I could see Archer in a system where Bailey is left out. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if you'd go through the middle and whether you'd play Watkins that wide. I, I really don't know. Um, CC says he still Cash had a good game. He had his hands full with two very skillful players and he pretty much kept them quiet, but he felt a bit nervy at times as he only just kept up, but he never gave up once. Oh, yeah, his effort and his ability, his effort and his, his kind of attitude is brilliant. Um, that's, that's not for question. It's just whether we, whether we kind of go out and, and try and upgrade. It's, it's, it's that really. I think attacking um, wise and defensively yeah. lacks a bit, yeah. Sarko doesn't think Kane Kessler's near, anywhere near the first team at the minute to challenge. Um, right, so just before we finish up, as I say, just amazing, amazing support on the channel. Uh, I did want to just cover, like, briefly the teams. Because, we, you know, actually, let, let's get this picture back up again. Look, qualified, qualified Europa Conference League playoff round. We're in Europe, boys, and these are the potential teams that we could face. Rich, so, Rich, Rich, can you just go yeah. back to that previous picture? Sorry, yeah. are they like banknotes floating around? Is that saying we made it? Like big? Are they like? <laughs> what, what are those <laughs> no, I don't think they're dollars. Like, no, I think they're, I think it's is confetti. It? Oh, yeah. it's confetti. I thought it was like saying yeah. basically you're making some serious paper. Cashish, yeah, cashish. I don't think you quite get the big books in the conference no, league, unfortunately. No, sorry, sorry. No, no. Um, but yeah, I um. I did want to just pick bring this picture up again. Um, so yeah, so we'd likely be in pot two now. I don't know if I don't know if that's for the playoff though. I'm not sure how it works, but these are the, these are the examples of the team. So we've got like the sort of fourth seeds would be Shamrock Rovers, New TNS, New Saints, Lincoln Redimps, Aberdeen in there as well. Um, there are a lot then, of shit, isn't there? Aren't they? 
Yeah, and you've got Lech Poznan, Sparta Prague, Maccabi Haifa, Helsinki, Ike Athens, and then you're going up to like Lille, uh, Victoria Pilsen, Bodo Glimt, Partizan Belgrade. You've got Juventus potentially in there. You've got Eintracht Frankfurt, Bruges, Basel, Azel Alkmaar, we've been winning it this year, uh, Dinamo Kiev, Fenerbahce, and Ghent. So, yeah, it's a, there's some decent teams mixed in with a with, with a fair bit of fair bit of a uh, uh, of shite. But other than what, what, you know, what are the numbers, Rich, on the side? I think that's kind of the the rating. Like, I think I'm not sure what that means. But is that the odds? I think is, it, that the, is that the like like betting odds or something? Is it maybe? no? It's like their their seeding, like right, how okay. they would rate them in terms of their seeding. Um, so yeah, so like Juventus, obviously the massive favourites if they were to be in it. Um, but I'm not sure. I'm not 100 percent what it. I'll is, take a bit Juventus. I think it's, yeah, I think it's to do with how they would how they rate you and then what pot you would go into. But um. Flahovic yeah. can score the winner against Juventus in the final. <laughs> but I mean, surely we, we don't really care where we get boys. Surely we don't really care. Like we well, just we're just in Europe. I think I think I'd actually like a real gimme first round. Because am I right in thinking it? It's like a playoff to get into then the conference league. Yeah, yeah. so it's play yeah, so that's what I said. I don't know I don't know which teams are guaranteed to get in the group stages or which teams are are, are straight into the uh, are like in the playoff round, or whether everyone goes to playoff. Whether if you're in pot one, you play against a team in pot four, and if he's pot two, you're playing against a team in pot three. I don't know how it works. If anyone's in the in the chat knows how the playoff round is is organised, then please let us know. But I, I do know that it's. I think it's August the twenty fourth is the first leg, and then August the thirty first is the second leg. Yeah. Okay. And that's the playoff okay. round. I think that will encourage Villa to do their business earlier as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And I'm surprised yeah. that the Premier League entrant wouldn't be in part one, if I'm being honest. Hmm. Is it based on like recent European history, maybe? And what, you know, you've well, not been there. I think we've won more European Cups than everyone else in that list combined. <laughs> I think you've have got a couple, maybe. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I don't think Bodo Glimt and, um, <laughs> and Lincoln Red Imps have been. I think they've won as many as, um, as Man City and, uh, and Spurs. Way I can say that at least for a couple of weeks. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but look, just to be just just to be in Europe again, lads. I mean, I know it's going to be Sazlaw. We'll end up with Aberdeen in the playoff round or something like that, yeah. or TNS. I'll take I'll take TNS though, hundred percent. But like yeah. we, we we we'll dream of these kind of glamorous places, but we will end up we will end. You know up what? Rich, you know what, Rich? I'm going to shit all over that. We're going to win it. We're going to win the whole. Well, well this this is the, the next thing. Yeah, this was the second question I was going to ask you, and I'm glad you brought it up, Sam, because West Ham obviously could, you know, in the final, if they win that, they get in the Europa League next season. Is it an easier route to the Europa League to to win the Conference League than it is to get in the Premier League? Hundred percent, because if you want to finish in the Europa League, you've got to finish above one of these teams, Man City, Chelsea, Liverpool, Man United, Arsenal, Spurs, Brighton, uh, Newcastle, Brentford. Like, there's a lot of quality in the Premier League. So to finish in the top six isn't easy. So to, I, I would argue winning the Europa, Europa League is cup, is cup football, which is so unpredictable. You, you know, you've seen loads of teams drop out of the cup against teams that you wouldn't expect them to. But the thing is about Unai Emery is he is a European Cup competition manager. That is his specialty. 
his specialty is, to, is winning the Europa League, which he's done on what four occasions, and he's yeah. been to five finals, and he's he's got he got um where was it Villarreal uh, was it Villarreal he was at before Villarreal he got he got them to the semi finals of the Champions League, yeah. and he was yeah. he was he was about an hour away from getting them to a final. This is a man who knows European competition, and he'll know what it takes it, it, what it takes to get get. You know, do, do you know this is it? Do you know this is his sixteenth season in a row that he's qualified for Europe? Yeah, because really? he's a bad man. He's an absolute gangster. <laughs> That's why he, he is. He, he is a bad man. <laughs> he is, he's, he's quality man. He's just. Do you know I just, what? I said to him. I said to him. Go on, Kev. I was going to say. Do you know what? He's never won the won the uh, won the Conference League. That's another curse he can break. It's not really a curse when I don't think he's ever been in it, but. Like you know, if, if 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 you know what Unai's like, if it's something he can break, which has never been done before, he's doing it. And I don't yeah. even know if the other teams are going to turn up. If you're playing the Unai Emery team, yeah, you might as well just forfeit the game. Yeah, might yeah. as well make yeah. it easy for everyone. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think it so much depends on the recruitment we do this season. It's a real shame actually because now that we've got Europe and um, everyone knows that we've got money and that we're ambitious. We're being linked to everyone and their dog, so it's really I know, hard to. I know we're it's being really used as bait, aren't we? Yeah, it, like I saw with Asensio, there's no chance he's coming to Villa. He's going to go PSG or Milan or you know one of these teams that 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 are in for him, and it's 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 really hard to decipher what the genuine links are. But I think yeah. either way, we'll have we'll have a massive summer, and we'll bring in we'll bring in some players who people will just kind of hold their heads to, like Coutinho type. Um, surprise signing. So it all depends on what happens in the summer. Yeah, yeah, boys. I do. We let's let's uh, let's call it a night in a second because we want to get match of the day on. Uh, we are going to do more shows this week. You know, we've got our player of the season, review of the season, and then talking tactics with Gareth, which will be amazing. Body more bulletins if we get any transfer news. So we will have more shows coming up, and we're going to have shows across uh, the preseason. But I just wanted to sort of, obviously, this is the last part of the, you know, the, the the sort of match reaction of the actual season. Kev, I'll come to you first, mate. I just wanted to sort of get your feelings on on the channel over the over the year and how how much you've enjoyed it, and if you have, and uh, and and seeing it grow and and the comments from the people that watch. Been been shit, mate. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why you bother coming on. You know, I have to no. I have to twist your arm every every week to come on. Oh, mate, I love it. It's brilliant. Do you know what? Like, it's been, um, you know, I don't want to go sort of too deep, but you know, I've had a bit of um, a tumultuous eighteen months. You know, personal life. You know, ups and downs, separated, and this channel's uh, is actually personally for me. You know, I don't mind saying it's like men, from a mental health perspective, it's, it's been amazing for me. You know, just just to kind of get the opportunity to chat about one of my loves. Uh, you know, with 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 like-minded Villa fans, both in terms of you guys, you guys are you know all great mates on the pod, but also everyone that contributes to the channel. Whether you contribute, whether it's you know it, it's obviously financial, which is brilliant, but whether it's obviously all of our fantastic regular commenters, um, it's just been so wonderful to see it grow. And I'm clearly you know we 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 were sort of you know doing doing the hard yards, sort of like you know when the channel came on our own channel, but back in August, in pod here, pod there, whatever, to get to a point now of having you know, 1,500 subscribers. And as that's happened, it's the synergy with the club also going on this upward trajectory has been wonderful. I feel like as we've grown, the team have grown, 
The women's team beat Arsenal yesterday. I know, and Rachel mate. Daly is the top scorer yeah. in the women's Premier League. She won player of the season and she's equal the best ever haul of anyone uh, ever. I mean, this is just what a, what a time to be alive. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm almost a little bit emotional about it. I just think it's been magic, mate. It's been brilliant. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been amazing doing, you know, doing the pod with you, mate. And Sam, I know, I know, I bring this up every time, but when you asked, when you, when we were doing the pod, you know, a few times, you were saying, "Is anyone actually watching, Rich?" And now, you know, we get like hundred, over a hundred people watching. We got f- over fifteen hundred subscribers. Like Dream Villain said, there we're a big family, and we we feel like we've got family watching. You know, like who, who come on every show, comment contribute members you know w- would you have imagined this at the start of the season mate honestly honestly no i mean i remember it was me you and george on a podcast once and we had one person listening and that person was my mate that i'd asked to come on and ask some questions um so we you know we've come a long way and you know we, we laugh and joke but that's um in no short way due to you know your perseverance with the channel and you know, you talk about all the contributors, but you're sort of like the, the mainstay on there. Kev's been, you know, absolutely incredible um, on this. He's so polarizing. Um, you know, he's, he's the Marmite, I'm the Marmite. And the, the great thing about this channel is that we don't always just agree with each other. We've got such different opinions and different, you know, um, takes on different issues. And and I think the best thing, I've I, I consumed a lot of Villa content before I before I came on this podcast and I used to watch you know like the Villa View and I used to watch um uh, I mean I still do I, I listen to the Claren Blue podcast and the uh Villa on Tour stuff and I love that and that's all great um they're all great guys that we've done shows with before but I think the best thing about this podcast is the engagement with you know with the with the fans with people watching you know just just absolutely just banter and you know someone called it a family earlier and it it does it feels like old friends because you get people coming back and um you know i have this i have an ongoing thing with gary kevin's got his ongoing thing with nigel and you know everyone's got someone that you know they they you know even people giving us sticks someone called me a clown in the comments the other day and, and, I'm, and i'm here for it and i think it's just it's such a great outlet for me after a game like today i'm sat in the car and i'm just thinking I have to talk to someone about this. I've got to say something. I was listening to Talk Sport and they were talking about about Everton, and I was like, "Who cares? Villa in the Villa in, the, in Europe, man. What, what are we talking about? Why are we talking about anything else? Leicester have gone down. Who gives a shit? With Villa in Europe, am I missing something here? And and this is just such a great space to to talk to you all um, about it. To um, you know, all the boys on the podcast. I think we've all become you know really good friends and and all the yeah. people who, who are listening as well um i can only thank you uh for subscribing 1500 subscribers is fucking mental like for real that's absolutely crazy and uh, i hope you all enjoy it i hope we have loads of content over summer because i get bored i get bored when there's no football on so i hope yeah. we have loads Sam, of Villa are gonna keep us busy mate yeah, yeah, yeah man. i'm um, here for it but yeah, I... massive, massive, just to finish from me, massive thank you to all of you guys on the pod for keeping it going. I know I'm very sporadic on when I when I join and when I don't. And uh, and to everyone who listens, everyone who contributes, um, you know, just a massive thank you. And, and, and we love doing this for you. Yeah, can I can I just add one final point as well? Um, Rich, mate, you're sensational. You know, you, the continuity, you've obviously been there right, right from the start. I, you know, been involved for 
what maybe like you know 18 months now um but you know the the consistency the ideas you know where, where the pod has come on obviously you know i've been hopefully a decent part of it the last last year and a half or so but you know getting gareth involved and you know the, the quality of the content i think that is you know at the envy i think of a few people in terms of that the analysis that we do on that the updates you're obviously the um you're you're the john mcginn mate of, of, of the podcast you're why because he's always got his ass out basically he talks out of it he talks out of it why because he was shit for two years and now he's excellent by the way, I this think, is the I nicest think, we'll ever be to you, Richard. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right. I, I think I think as sad as it makes me, I may be more of the Leon Bailey to, to his John McGinn. <laughs> uh, but no, Rich, Rich, you're um, you mate, you're absolutely incredible, mate. And I think you know, uh, been you know, so consistent the continuity. You know, you've obviously been there when it was one one or two followers, and you know, and I think that you know there, there were times obviously when we try and transferred to, to to our own channel where it's probably a little bit bit nervy, but you know, we hung in there and um. Yeah, and I also think that just in terms of hosting the pods, you know, it's just brilliant. We're getting out there. You're doing your obviously the stuff on on uh, on even some contributing on the BBC website in terms of articles. So I just think the sky's the limit for us, really. But you've been fantastic, mate. So yeah, from me certainly, you know, big thanks. Yeah, mate, it's been a pleasure, and uh, yeah, obviously couldn't do it without you boys. Like you know, there's good there's six or seven of us now, including Mark, who does all the thumbnails for us and does a great job with that and. You know, Gareth, who's been brilliant addition to the pod and, and obviously George and Martin and Rich and you boys is 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 fantastic and and anyone else who's been on, but yeah, it, it, obviously it, it isn't possible without you guys, you know, in the chat and supporting us and you know, wanting you know, asking us to do pods. And I think Gary's asked if do we get recognized and you know, the few weeks ago when I was at the Villa Spurs game, there were like, you know, Michael came up and we said hello, we had a great chat and a few other Big Blooms came up and said I had a good chat and a few other people, one lad shouted out of his car, yes, the Villa Park pod and all that. So, you know, thank you so much for everyone. But yeah, it's been an amazing season. We're going to be back with with loads of content over the summer. Um, we'll be back certainly this week with Talking Tactics, as I said before, with a season review, who our players of the season are. But yeah, now... Thank you so much. Villa are in Europe. We're all on a European tour. Thank you so much for watching. And remember, we all follow the villa. Thanks, everyone.